Welcome back to the Self Project Podcast. I'm Christy. I don't know why I'm yelling at you. I feel like I'm yelling into the mic, but if you are listening to the show, I'm so glad to have you here. And the show is for women who are really ready to just thrive and ready to work on their own personal growth and exploration and discover more of who they are. Maybe you've just been feeling kind of really stuck or like you're spinning in circles and you don't know where to go. You don't know who you are anymore. You just, you don't know. And I just want you to know that it is possible for you to find yourself and to work on your personal growth while still being a mom, partner, juggling your job, and just all the other things that you have to do in everyday life. So when I originally started this show well over a year ago, started this show in May of 2020, got the wheels rolling, finally got it off the ground, and I originally had started it with the idea in mind that I'm going to share all these personal experiences that I've been through, right? There's there's so many things that I've tried, so many experiences that I've been through, and I just I just want to share about my experiences so people can, you know, know what to expect, the, the good, the bad, uh, and everything in between. And so very quickly, it evolved into way more than that. It evolved into where I was soon sharing the experiences of others and learning about the things that they had been through and accomplished. And so I thought, now that we're on episode 112, this is episode 112 that I'm taping, I thought, let's bring it back around to that original concept. I really want to share my experiences with you guys, just very candidly, um, as unbiased as possible, because... Of course, I'm going to feel a certain way about each experience, but here we are. So just recently, I went to Santa Monica. So I live in Central California, and I took a trip with my husband for three days, and we went down to Santa Monica. So it's about a three-hour trip away from us, and it was the first time in years. I couldn't even couldn't even tell you, probably in, in well over five years that we have taken that long of a trip and been able to go away together. So we have our five boys. My sister came and she stayed with them and they were great. Really, it was a dog that caused all of the problems. So I thought, oh, next time we want to go away, we have to take the dog with us. But that trip originally started as something that I was going to do by myself. And while I was down there, I was going to just, you know, explore some different areas of that city and of Venice. And then I was going to check out some of the different alternative health modalities that they have down there because in your bigger metropolis areas, you're going to have access to more resources like this, right? And to a wider variety of things. So then my husband was able to be able to join me. So I had decided on one of the things that I was going to do down in Santa Monica was try float tank therapy. So I went ahead and I had booked that appointment. I found this great little place. It was actually more over in Venice. It was called Pause Studio. So I looked it up online, went through their website, went through their reviews, went through also the cleaning process of the tanks themselves because, you know, COVID and all, all of that stuff going on right now. And so I thought, this is the place that I want to go to. I, I like everything I'm seeing. I have a good feeling about this. So I went ahead and 
book the appointment. And then my husband decided he was going to join me on the trip and um, very quickly said, uh, go ahead and go do that one on your own. Like, I'll find something else to go do while you're there for an hour. He's like, no, thank you. Right. So I thought, why no thank you? Like, what's, you know, maybe let's tap in and dispel some of the myths, do some myth busting around it or just kind of, um, you know, dispel any fears or uncertainties that people might have about it. So let's talk about what float tank therapy kind of is really quick. Um, I want you to think of kind of like a sensory deprivation chamber. So you get into this, and in my case, it was like an egg-shaped pod or, you know, kind of tub. And there is less than a foot of water in there, and it is packed full of Epsom salt. So mine in particular had a thousand pounds of Epsom salt in it, and that salt contains magnesium sulfate, which helps provide buoyancy for you to literally float on the water. So you're not sinking into the water or any of that. Like when you try to float in regular pool water and your butt starts dropping to the bottom and drags the rest of you down. I don't know if anybody else has that problem, but this is a completely different experience. So less than a foot of water. And then um, in my case, the lid came down over the top. So there was a lid that I could pull down and then it was completely dark. And so when I first came into the room, they had really nice setup. There was a shower in the corner um, for you to be able to rinse off before. And then again, to shower off after because all of that salt is kind of left crusted to you at the end. So there was a shower in the corner a place for you, you would get completely undressed. And then they had earplugs for you to put in. So she advised, put the earplugs in, make sure that they mold really, really well to like the entire opening of the ear. Otherwise you're going to be digging salt out of your ears for weeks. So put the ear, you know, the ear plugs in, mold them really well around the ear. And then, um, if you had any like scratches or anything like that on you, there was, um, I think it was petroleum jelly that she gave to cover those with so you wouldn't have the stinging from the salt. Then um, you were left for an hour to, you know, I asked her when I first came in, I'm like, so if I don't make it the entire hour, is that okay? I said, because I don't know if I'm going to feel really claustrophobic in here. She goes, you don't have to have the lid down the whole time or you don't have to have everything quiet. So Inside of the pod, there was um, both lights and music. So the music was just, you know, some mellow classical music. You could adjust the volume. And then you had the lighting that was in the pod as well as in the entire room. Like all of it was connected together. Such a cool experience. But um, you had switches on the side of the tub that you could just push them and that controlled your lights and your music. So she recommended trying to float completely void of you know, all, all the music, the lights, everything, but that it was different for everybody. So I thought, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to try this, right? I'm going to try doing this the way it's supposed to be done, you know, before my brain squirrels out, you know? So I, I did all the things, took the shower, got undressed, put the earplugs in, got into the tank and the, the water's very warm, just like a warm bathtub, really nice. And then you sat down and I pulled the lid down over me and I left a washcloth hanging there. Just, she said, in case you have to, 
you know, rub your eyes or do anything like that, you don't want to get salt in your eyes. So you have this washcloth. And so I laid down and there was just enough room to, to comfortably, to comfortably float. I think I would have liked it to have been a little larger because there were points where I was like really into it where I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm floating in the middle of the sea. And then I would kind of float into the side of the wall or I'd reach my hand out a little farther farther and I would hit the wall. And, um, and then that kind of would kill the vibe for me. I'm like, ugh. And so um, one thing I would have liked was a little bit larger one, but there's still plenty of room if you get yourself in there just right and you don't um, push yourself around too much, then you can really keep from touching any of the sides or, um, you know, the top or the bottom. So floating in there, um, which also made it hard to find switches as well too, though. Sometimes I felt like I got really turned around in there when it was dark and I'm like, where are the switches on the side of this thing? Where's the top? Where's the bottom? Where's the side? But I never felt like I got into this panicked state of like, oh my gosh, I can't get out of this thing because I, I merely could have sat up and pushed on the entire lid of it and, and climbed out. So, uh, I never had a claustrophobic feel in there. So I did try floating for a while without the lights, of course, and without any of the music. And my problem there was that my brain could pick up. I could hear things going on outside the room even, even people first coming into the studio. So the problem was that it wasn't, um, there wasn't complete sensory deprivation on the tank or the room or any of that so I would hear people quietly walk by it's not like they were loud but it's like when you're in that state your brain is actively searching for whatever stimulation it can find and so I thought okay I gotta turn the music back on because my brain's just going crazy right now searching for something right so I put the music back on at a very low level and that actually really, I felt that, I found that more relaxing and able to slip me more into a meditative state than having complete sensory deprivation. So I thought that that was a really interesting observation and I floated like that for a while and that, you know, that's, I found myself getting bored quickly. So it's really hard for me to quiet my mind. Meditation is something that, um, you know, it's my mind wanders a lot, right? Uh, have ADHD and it's, it's just always going a million miles a minute. And so I did find that, that I was getting kind of bored. And so I was like, okay, this is getting like, what am I? Okay. This is getting boring. Right. So I really had trouble settling my mind to get into the state. Um, and then at one point it just, if I don't have a lot of airflow, I get hot and I'm just like, ah, I'm getting hot. It feels humid in here. Like, so I cracked the lid and that was, that was great because the room was still dark. So I still had the darkness, but then I had this, this little bit of a cool breeze coming through and I'm like, this is perfect. Right? So overall, I would say, um, nothing really profound happened. I never really slipped into, um, any kind of crazy meditative state. It was just an overall relaxing experience and um, just a really good experience that I am glad that I tried. But I don't know that it's something that I would regularly put on my kind of self-care schedule like I do massages or seeing the chiropractor. Those are two things that right now are on uh, monthly 
that I do monthly because they have helped so, so much with my physical health. I, I thought overall, it was a really great experience to have. So here are some of the ways that you can benefit from floating therapy. So it really can help you with things like uh, deep relaxation, creativity, uh, like muscle and bone and joint recovery, hair and skin health. It can help with uh, chronic pain, headaches, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure. And so that was one of the things she actually told me when I got in. She says just that hour of floating can help you feel so refreshed. And I did feel that way coming out. I thought, oh, And so that was one of the things that I did notice with floating was it definitely helped alleviate any of the little uh, aches and pains that I was having, like my knee. Uh, We had done a lot, a lot of walking, and so my knee felt really great just being supported by that water. So it was a really great experience. And so if you are anywhere in the Southern California area, I highly recommend visiting the same studio that I did. But otherwise, if you're going to go to any kind of um, a float tank studio, make sure that you ask them about their cleaning process, how they clean in between people get the tanks cleaned out and, um, you know, just make sure that you have a really good vibe and a good feeling and you connect with the place, with the staff. So once I walked in, the staff was so wonderful and so kind. I thought, oh yes, I chose the perfect place for myself to have this first experience. So a lot of times when we just kind of tune into our intuition and our gut feel about a place, that's telling us right off the bat whether that's going to be you know, a good or bad experience for us. So really listen to that. If something is telling you, I should try this place. Um, I usually follow my gut with that. Something else is telling me like, oh, everything sounds good, but I'm just, I'm feeling kind of meh about it. Then that tells me that's, that's not my experience for today. All right. So I hope that you enjoyed hearing a little bit more about what floating therapy is um, how the experience really is because a lot of times we hear the word sensory deprivation and it's like, oh heck no, not ever going there. And I promise you it's not like that. It was a really gentle, relaxing process where you had total control the whole time. And I think that that's the most important thing is you are in control of the experience the whole entire time. So, um, come and find me over on Instagram at underscore Christy Martin, or you can just scroll down the show notes and click the link there. And let me know, have you ever tried floating therapy before? Have you been interested in trying it? Are you like, heck no, no way, not doing it? I'm really curious to know about other people's experiences as well. And I love to hear from you. So let yourself thrive this week. Let yourself have one out of the box adventure that's just going to help bring a little bit of spark of life to you. All right. And then I will see you for next week's show. 